What if? <laughs> what teach if? me about what if, real quick. I mean, there were nothing to teach. It was a nice animation, and it was just a little. It, it basically redid uh, the first adventure film, uh, the first adventure, the first Captain America film, first Captain, Captain America, America, the first adventure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although you know, we'll watch the Eternal. Well, sorry, Eternals. They dropped the third, like Suicide Squad, oh. and uh, we'll see what That's it was Squad like before that. Suicide Squad didn't didn't drop the third. We know that now. We know this. No, no, they did drop the the, and then they put it back in, because it's like, oh shit, that's the one thing we forgot in the first time round, was the the. And that's what makes it better, they said, question mark, and they looked at the I camera, like... and everyone said, yeah, we love it now, because it's, you know, it's violent and sweary, and it doesn't matter that it still doesn't have a plot or any characters or anything interesting and no any jokes, and the whole concept is, right, it's that thing from um, Hot Tub Time Machine, where Rob Cordry keeps watching Crispin Glover waiting for him to chop his arms off. It never happens. And you're like, well, okay, this guy's going to die now, right? This guy's going to die now. When's, yeah. he gonna, when's he going to die? And, and um, correct me if I'm wrong, but was that not the best part of Hot Tub Time Machine? Yeah, it's the best part of Hot yeah. Tub Time Machine, which is an amazing film, but it's not the best part of a film so where you, you're waiting to care about a character. So you take the best part of a film you love and you, you incorporate it into another film as the main part of the film, James and Gunn had the like, opportunity to turn Jay Courtney's career around and decided to say fuck who. Yeah, why? Fuck James what Gunn for doing that. I would turn Captain Boomerang into a very important part of the Suicide Squad and make you go, like, oh shit, now I feel bad for all the years of hating on Jay Courtney. Maybe Jay Courtney's a great actor. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I get that actually. I'm so when, sick when he... and tired of this bullshit. When he popped up, I thought, oh, this is going to be interesting. Maybe he'll actually be interesting this time around. Um, but he was, um, the best, he was the best non-starter character in the, in the original mm, one. Yeah. Harley Quinn, obviously, let's see the worlds apart, because, yeah, that's like a whole preset the audience were caring about anyway. Harley Quinn, I... Everyone loves her. and Best part her of the from, Suicide Squad. Um, that five-minute oh, scene, because yeah. like, that's all I cared about. Everything else has been shit. Um, yeah, I... I only started to really love her in this film. Like, in the other films, I was like, yeah, you know, I, I understand and I respect that people love her, but I just thought it was a bit over the top, the, the fandom for her. Uh, give me Bob. Um, That's great. That's a good piece of work. But, um... Bob. <laughs> That's a prayer. Yeah. I have some emancipation of one Harley Quinn. But no, this... Uh, her storyline in this, just... I, I was enthralled. I loved every bit of it. And all, she all ten great. minutes of it? yeah. Yeah, I know it was short, but, you know. Yep. And it's not like they gave any other characters more interesting stuff. Idris Elba, he yells at his uh, daughter, and then he doesn't talk to his daughter again, but then she watches the TV and goes like, wow, maybe he's not a piece of shit, despite the fact that he's a piece of shit. <laughs> cool. John Cena, he's a piece of shit, and then he'll get a TV show made about him. What? Yeah, I'm intrigued about that. King Shark, he's nowhere near as funny as he was on the uh, TV show Harley Quinn. So who gives a uh, shit? Give me Ron Funches, baby. Um, but I loved King Shark. He was bloody adorable. He was boring. Oh. It was just a group. It was just James Gunn showing off that he does the same thing again and again and again. I miss the silly the super days of James Gunn when he was trying to do something. Mm. Have we yeah, started already? Yeah, we've started. We, this is this is how we began. Okay. Isn't in in depth okay. look at the fact that the Suicide Squad is only half a star better than Suicide Squad. Because usually I, I, I stop talking and I, I let you start and, and then I, I 
We realised I was talking about... Uh, Why do they use if? the Pixies song? Because Best and Zack and Mary make a porno, and they didn't even use it for a whole action sequence. They just used it for a setup to driving a car into a place anyway, and it just went away. It's like completely redundant. Just terrible. You're choices. making me want to watch it again. Don't. You're not making it. me want to watch the film we're going to... Uh, <laughs> You're not making me want to watch the film we're going to watch this week, after last week. <laughs> and that's how I work. My name's Andrew Jones. I'm a cinephile. I'm don't ever go to the cinema anymore i've cancelled my limited card to go to see films in the cinema i stay at home i'm scared of the outside world the outside world is scared of me i'm joining us i'm movie mad i yeah. still go to cinema i've lost an unlimited buddy um but anyway swings and roundabouts um yeah don't have, you, have, you, have you have you officially cancelled it i thought you might still have like a few weeks left so you're leaving us Dear Andrew, your limited oh, you got email. we're very sorry that you want to cancel your unlimited membership for some big movies coming out. Are you sure you want to leave? Mm. What big what movies they are coming Bond? out? They don't mention which ones because, of course, it's just a oh, really? They write in general. Yeah, you could do it in the dead of December. They're looking forward to January's big movies every year. Mm. And they'll say there were some big movies coming out. And like, mm-hmm. Do I really want to see 47 metres down too? <laughs> kind of intrigued about that is that out yet has that come out that came out three years ago that's what i was thinking yeah i, th- I felt like it came out like very quietly and yeah again it. It, do i want to see brahms the boy too is that a big <laughs> movie really <laughs> cinema world is that what you we're think, doing here you think they'd um they'd just have a set thing and they'd update it every few months so you want to see snake eyes gi joe origins free guy <laughs> or Candyman? Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。Candyman。
and I didn't like reading subtitles. So uh, those are two things I didn't like, and that's the whole film. So <laughs> it's another one of those classic Sundance over watch experiences. So you don't like you don't like films where you have to read subtitles. No, I don't like films that have to read subtitles. And uh, if you're listening to this, I don't like you. If you're deaf, <laughs> I think that's fair to say, right? Don't want to get cancelled because they won't know. You don't like films uh, where you have to read subtitles. No, I don't like subtitles. You don't like films where you have to read subtitles. Um, what's this week's film then? It couldn't possibly uh, this be This week's film, film we're watching like uh, last week. Tim of Mambertol's follow-up to Nightwatch called Daywatch, where you get to read subtitles. Oh, you get to read subtitles. You don't have to. So you could, you, I could turn my subtitles off and still have fun. You could still have fun. You could always have yeah. still have fun. You could just make up your own storyline if you want to. I always have fun. And in, and, and in the cinema, you would get to have them flying around like the other one was meant to. Yeah, yeah. Kinetic subtitles that aren't available on Disney Plus. Yeah. Genius. Let's take something was and take this... half of it away. Oh, I imagine this was a Fox film, right? Yeah, baby. So do you think they paid... How, how much did they pay for Fox? Do you, do you know off? Top of your head? Nope. But maybe maybe Fox said something, you know. It'll be an extra million. Oh, it's a uh, kinetic subtitles. Fifty-four point seven billion pounds. Yeah. So it'll be fifty-four point seven. Fifty-four point eight billion. Oh. Seven one. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Fifty-fifty-four point seven one billion. If you want the uh, the kinetic subtitles, and they're like, and, nah, we're good. Yeah. It's not like a podcast is going to bring it up. <laughs> You think, you know, it costs that much and the, the kinetic subtitles were taken away. Fox Atomic and Fox 2000 were shut down. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> Barely worth I'm, it then, was it? I'm still waiting for um, Walk to the Line to turn up on Disney+. Plus. It's on Disney+, Plus Canada. Those damned Canadians getting all the good stuff. Are they damned Canadians? Yeah, damned. Cause they it's, not like it's, the, uh, it's not like yeah. it's available in America, though. It's not, is it? No, because in America... Right. Yeah, they don't. I've noticed they, they really haven't got many of the Fox items yet. Yeah. Like, some got excited they... when I think Mrs. Doubtfire turned up the other day. Oh, really? At Disney Plus <laughs> in the America. It's like, oh, oh, now it's finally starting to happen. Well, yeah, because I think they, they tend to keep all the Fox slash adult stuff uh, on Hulu, don't they? Yeah, Hulu. Doing that. Yeah. Um, which is, like, understandable, you know, they get too... Uh, streaming options but uh, yeah. it's kind of stupid for humanity to have multiple streaming options and especially if you know Paramount Plus would like trying to start up in the UK that would be stupid because you know who's going to just want to watch Star Trek all the time who doesn't already own Star Trek all the time yeah wait hold asking on. So Paramount Plus is coming do we know when it's come to the UK no nope. no nope, no, not a clue yet but they've announced it's... hey we're coming it's like well don't don't do that because Netflix has, uh, has um, Star yeah. Trek, doesn't it? So. And Amazon have Picard and uh, Lower yeah. Decks. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So they've surely... And the good fight. Wait. They get the good fight after more four, I believe. So, they, yeah, surely they've got to wait until... sort of Which, that. of course, is what I care about, the, the good fight, because that's the show yeah. I watch. Understandable. Yeah. Um, uh, who cares about... Are we getting another thing? We're not getting HBO Max, are we? They always try and push if they can get HBO Max, but it's a real problem with things. So we'll see how that turns out. Mm. But all of the there's all of the streamers, and it's like, well, yeah, but you're connected to all the other things because you wanted to get into those for the past five years, and then yeah. getting angry. Just, just you know what? 
don't try and become an own brand because that failed with Space Jam and New Legacy. Don't try and turn your thing into a brand. Just try and make good material for us to enjoy. Like the Suicide Squad. All comes back full circle. Oh, Dave. <laughs> I think the box office will tell you that's not a good film. Um, so what should I know going into Daywatch? Daywatch? Uh, yep, Daywatch. Yep. Remember how it, the last one ended? No. <laughs> when the boy was like, I don't want to go with my dad because he's part of the Nightwatch. The Nightwatch are just as bad as the Daywatch because he tried to kill oh, me right, when yeah. I was a child when I yeah. was a baby. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the, with the Daywatch or the evil side, but what's really evil anymore? Yeah, they're both as bad as each other. They're both they? as bad as each other. Yeah. And remind me, the, the, the Nightwatch... The Nightwatch are... Well, the vampires were like, like the, the people next door to the guy. Yeah. And he was pretending, he was do, doing that to lure vampires who were part of the uh, Daywatch. Well, they're not part of the Daywatch, they're part of the night, the evil of the night who the Nightwatch oversee yeah. and deal with. God, so they're kind of technically evil. Yeah. What is evil? Again, it's it's again it's you know by Maybe don't hurt me. No more. <laughs> no more. Um right, well I is it shorter than the first one? No. No, it's is it longer than longer. Than, oh, twenty minutes longer. Fuck me. Um, if you insist. <laughs> but we could yeah. be watching we could be watching the two and a half hour director's cut, but it's not available. Oh no. <laughs> Shucks. What are we going to do? We're we're taking a little break after this episode, um, and, and this is this is what we're rounding up on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, how long has it been since your last time watching it? Over a decade. Over a decade. Interesting. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling going into this? Scared. <laughs> it is a scary film it's got vampires in it and everything you don't know if it's got vampires this is Daywatch true true I'm sure that the vampires there's are there there's a piece of chalk in this a piece of chalk yeah there's some Fast and Furious stunts with Fast and Furious stunts and a piece of chalk yeah <laughs> I I'm very I'm 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 fascinated by the things you remember from over a decade ago. I, I remember this. This got a real budget bump because the last one was so successful, it became, I believe, the biggest film, the number one blockbuster in Russia, like of all time, and then was usurped by like six months later because right. there's a sequence in which uh, there's a fight and then they deal. They show the movie poster for the other one, the the, the film that that beat Nightwatch and then it gets smashed, right by right. this film. And then, of course, the budget, the, the actual box office proved that, yes, it did get smashed by this film. Hmm. So that was a nice, um, like, clever bit of work, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I'm, I'm still fascinated because, like, with uh, a couple of weeks ago with Highlander 2, a couple of the things I remembered was um, the beheading by, via the tram train Ooh. thing. Um, and uh, old McLeod. And Hamlet with uh, with John with um, Ramirez. Ramirez. Um, and you and for this film, uh, you remember chalk and Fast and Furious stunts. So I hope and the, the Fast destruction of a Russian stunts. movie poster. Sorry. And the destruction of a Russian movie poster. Uh, yeah, as okay, a statement that, of intent that, to destroy the box office. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. 
20 minutes longer than the last one. The last one felt like three hours long. So it's, there's, a, there's a shot in which someone opens a door, but the door is leading to uh, the, the the outside because it's like on the third floor and there's no side of the building anymore. I remember that because there's a thing between, um, I think it's, is it? Between Upminster and Barking Stations. All right. <laughs> on the overground, there is a building which has uh, three or four red doors going up on the side of it. You're thinking like, well, if you open the door on the fourth floor, mm. you're going to fall. It's just like out of Daywatch, I would always think. <laughs> okay. Um, now, I've just opened a page for Daywatch because it's on okay. uh, Disney Plus. Please. Um, and there is someone wearing sunglasses. Why? It's the day. It looks like um, the character from, um, from Highlander 2. With the cackling laugh. <laughs> Whatever, you know. One of the ones that gets killed by the trap. Oh, you mean the Atrix twins? Yeah, yes. <laughs> I love how you remember them all, me. Um, what, the Matrix yeah. twins? The Matrix. Oh, right, sorry. I thought you gave them an actual name that they were. No, no, no. They're the twins from the Matrix Revolutions. They're right. Reloaded, mostly reloaded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that. That's Maybe they'll be back is. in the fourth one. We don't know. Maybe, maybe. Um, I hope we get the twins back. That's uh, that's what it, it's reminding me of at the moment. So that's what I've got in my head. And you've got kind of sharp teeth, but it's not um, it's not overly dramatic with the teeth. You know, you you wouldn't look at him and go, "Oh, he's a vampire." Maybe because he's not a vampire. Maybe you're just putting uh, vampire maybe. onto. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe I'm just projecting. Um. Can I read the description? Or yeah, please that... read it. Read it importantly and slowly, as if you're, um, I don't know, Stephen Fry reading oh. an audiobook. A man who serves in the war between the forces of light and dark comes into the possession of a device that can restore life to Moscow, which was nearly destroyed by an apocalyptic event. Do you like my Stephen Fry? I don't think it's good. Imagine. I, I, I don't think it's a good Stephen Fry. Imagine me reading Harry Potter books. Please don't. <laughs> Number four, Vivid Drive. Can't remember the first sentence of that. I used to know the first sentence of that. What's the first sentence of Harry Potter? My name's Jackie Rowling, and I'm here to say <laughs> I hate trans people in a horrifying way. Yeah, that's the reprint. And I think that's the play as well. She she comes out. Scooby 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 trans folk. Yeah. Ah oh, goodness. Yeah. Let's stop talking about Harry Potter. You're right. <laughs> and let's uh, let's watch Daywatch. I suppose. Do you think I'm gonna like this? Like, right, I know you've not watched. I it, don't know anymore. Is. I don't fucking know anymore. My world is fire and gasoline. Right. And I'm you know here eating. Two-headed lizards Lovely. waiting to be arrived at Valhalla. Did the two-headed does the two-headed lizard have one name or two names? I guess it, it has. It has, it has two names. Oh, it has two names. What, yeah, what are two names? Van Gogh and Rango. <laughs> oh, damn! That's a good name. Those are good names. Well, yeah, two of my favorite artists. But it doesn't matter now because you you're eating them. So. Yeah, Rango and Van Gogh becoming a part of me, and I become the true artist. <laughs> I can paint and I can perform great pieces of acting. Yep. Rango is one of the greatest thespians of our time, and I, I really don't That's know why, why he's not been invited to be in more films. Yeah. 
he didn't even get a nomination for his work. So the film won the Oscar and he couldn't even get a nomination. That's just mm. offensive. Really, yes. Really, really, yes. I'm just. This says, um, this uh, day watch says 16 plus. It says CC. No, no, C-C. it says 16 plus. 16 plus, sorry. CC, CC. There's, there's two lots of, uh, of crazy content. <laughs> and, you know, capitulating carnivorousness. Well, maybe what if uh, one of the CCs is, um, is kinetic. Well, that would be weird because kinetic is K. Touche. K. Two, two K. Don't okay. go for the third though. <laughs> shall we, um, I don't know. Shall we watch know, the forces we? of light come into possession of a device that can restore life to Moscow, which was nearly destroyed by an apocalyptic event? Chalk, Fast and Furious, Jump, Movie Poster Smash. Yes. <laughs> Working tight. Over a thousand years ago, the soldiers of light and the warriors of darkness fought for possession of the chalk of fate, fate which controls our destiny. When neither side could attain it, a truce was struck. For centuries, that truce has been guarded by the Night Watch. And if they're going to prevent the war, to end all wars, must find the one thing that can change everything. When a party has a riff come in, you know that's a real good party, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My Ain't no, ain't no party like a roof came party because the roof came party don't stop. My grandparents had a 50th anniversary party. Right. In a, ho- in a hotel nearby where we all live called the New World Hotel at that point. I'll, I'll say its name. Right. It doesn't exist anymore for a reason. <laughs> And uh, sure. ev- everyone stayed there for the night. So and you were there planting the C4. And uh, one person's room, the TV was always on, so they couldn't get to sleep. Oh, my right. brother shared a room with my dad because we split up like that because they didn't yep. want to, either of us to have uh, a room alone. And right. they wanted to make sure they had parental <laughs> focus the entire time. And uh, the doorknob came off the... Uh, the the toilet door the bathroom door Jeez. so he was locked in there for half a night <laughs> and uh my grandparents who were celebrating their 50th are laying down you know yeah and then some of the roof color came in on them jesus they Christ. were both fine but <laughs> the, the night they shared having wow. a nice time after their 50th anniversary the roof came down on them my god <laughs> who's in the room above them uh someone left a bath on oh left oh, right. a bath on the roof above yeah. Mm. Now imagine if we watched both these films and we'd only seen the um the true timeline up until the end of this second film. Wait, so, how, wait, what's how the, what do you mean the true timeline? Well, because the, the end just 
cuts everything up and you know it goes right back to the beginning because he writes a little yeah it, 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 it does the scientist it goes right back to the start yeah. but what do you mean the true timeline which one would you refer to as the true timeline the, true the timeline, timeline of the, the is short. the one we saw as the whole film so the true timeline is the one that actually ends on the, the one it actually ends on okay so if we just watched a five minute film of a man yeah. going to see a woman about getting a uh, voodoo abortion a witch abortion and then deciding not to and then meeting yep. a girl yep and then uh, cut to well, small circle to close out, and yeah. I, I was out on him going up to a woman. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, do you want to hang out?" I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sweet. It would be uh, quite eventless. You'd be like, "Well, why did he go and why did he try and touch his body to look for cigarettes when a guy asks if he smokes?" <laughs> and he yeah. says, "I don't smoke, so I've got no cigarettes on me." After doing a minute's dance about cigarettes, <laughs> you'd be like, "That's a weird character choice." I wish they would expand that in a two film franchise. Would you know? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. When I watch short films, I always wonder what it would be like in a two-film franchise, which would meant to be a trilogy, but they ultimately cut short. <laughs> or if I'm watching, you know, a, uh, a short teaser for an upcoming YA novelization adaptation, I look at what it going like. I hope it's a trilogy that they turn the t- last two, last book into two films, but they don't finish that second book. <laughs> so we never know the ending of it anyway. They say <laughs> they're going to do it on TV, but they don't. What, what trilogy are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about Divergent. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm talking about Divergent. The film, the franchise that never ended. Yeah. We'll never know what happens. <laughs> Jeff Daniels, Naomi Watts, Octavia Spencer. Huge stars in that film. We'll never yeah. know what happens. Yeah. We'll never know where it goes. Um, Jeff and Kate about... come back in some way. They would have found a way to zombie her. Oh, yeah. She's always free to zombie. <laughs> um, so tell me about the first time you watched Daywatch. Actually, can I tell you about the story about me trying to watch Daywatch first? Oh, okay. So I watched Nightwatch when it came onto DVD in 2006. Right. And around that time, word was coming out that uh, Daywatch was coming out in Russia. Because they, uh, get, okay. they, had, they had a bit more advanced than us. Uh, although, I, you know, internet at the time, you didn't really know specifics. Right. Obviously, Daywatch would then come out, like, you know, seven months, eight months later. But uh, in May, I went to my first Comic-Con ever. Ooh, the okay. MCM at the XL. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, one of, the, one of the first things I saw was the star of Aragon. Talk about Aragon. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. Remember that Aragon? Nice. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Which, uh, I just watched an episode of Friday Night Lights where they uh, go to uh, cinema on a Friday night, or a weekend. And uh, there are lights involved because, of course, there's a projector light. Ah. And what's showing, of course, is it's the opening weekend of Aragon. And uh, they can't get tickets. It's sold out. Oh, wow, yeah. And a friend recommended they go and see Aragon. So there are two lies in one minute <laughs> of television. I couldn't believe it. Anyway, I saw this happen. and Then I went to the stalls, and some of the stalls had DVDs. And some of these DVDs, I remember one of them said Munich, but it was an American DVD. It had an 18 rating on it. It was like, well, I know it's a 15. Don't be that. And then there was Good Night and Good Luck with a, right. you know, with a PG stuck on, which I own still. Cause <laughs> I bought it because I loved the Good Night and Good Luck. But I kept asking people, do you have Daywatch? Do you have Daywatch yet? Is that available? It might be your Russian DVD. Have you got it yet? Mm. Couldn't get it. And I went to a couple of conventions that year and I couldn't find it. No. So then in October the next year, when it finally had its UK release, I sat there in an empty cinema to watch it on my own. Opening day. Loved it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I laughed. I clapped. I was like, this is silly and goofy. This is what I really wanted. I didn't need all the heaviness. I wanted the silliness and the weirdness and the stunts and the crazy visual effects and the, the weird team of member of kinetic choices. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, as soon as the horses burst through the walls, I was in. 
Yeah. It's like, right, th- there's no logic, there's no, you know, physics. It's just silly. Yeah. Um, and now, how do you feel? I feel like there's a good amount of stuff here compared to the first one. I just gotcha. wish it wasn't two hours. Yes. It, it's, it's this, is a, this is an 85-minute fun adventure. Yeah. Body-swapping, face-mask in snow adventure. Yeah, the body-swapping I wasn't expecting. Was not expecting that to happen. No, no, it comes in like 45, 50 minutes into the film. Where it's like, oh, we're going to do this for 20 minutes. Yeah, because why the fuck not? (laughs) Because Um, why the fuck not? Yeah, it had some fun moments in it. Um, But again, like I said to you about uh, halfway through, two thirds of the way through, I said, you know, there's some fun moments, but I still, um, the, the, the plot of the film isn't sinking into me. Yeah. I'm not like, I, the, the world isn't set up for me. Like, I, I don't feel like... You were confused about the gloom still, which was set up in the first film quite a lot. Yeah. I had that but whole we... sequence with the uh, the guy, the girl vampire, dealing was, with the gloom. Yeah, the gloom, I was confused. Like, is it like... I'm trying to think of a way to... Is it like um, They Live, where, you know, there's there's a world within the world... But you can only see that other the gloom world. It's it's a lingering darkness. Yeah, it's a darkness it's... that will eat you up eventually if you stay there too long, like um, the uh, like putting on the ring, the one ring. Right. I think is more akin to that. Ah, uh, okay, right. You can move okay. around and you cannot you... be seen, but you can be sensed, and it will slowly degrade you. Right. You've said it in words I understand now. You you you've, you've compared this Lord of the Rings. So I, oh, I, I, I've turned I fantasy into another fantasy because all fantasies have come from the same fantasy, which is J.R.R. Yeah. Tolkien's fantasy. Because every other thing has been developed from that, basically. Anyway. Yeah. He was the you know foremost dis- developer of what is the fantasy genre to this day. <laughs> Screw your Beowulf um, to the sticking place. Uh, right. I've got the Wikipedia page up here. Um, okay, you're going to go guess. through the entire storyline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah. there's a bunch of Russians. They're running around, and Russia goes into disarray, and then it goes into array. Oh, I knew you wrote this. <laughs> um, do you want to guess the uh, Rotten Tomatoes percentage? Just for fifty-three uh, percent. Oh no! Uh, I'll tell you, it's based on ninety-seven reviews. Thirty-eight percent. No. I'll give you one more try. Seventy-one percent. Sixty-two percent. Oh, it's, it's fresh then. I wasn't expecting it to be fresh. Yeah. That was why. Yeah. Because it's because it's a sequel in that sense. I was expecting people to be like, uh, it's not as you know finesse as the first one. It's a bit more silly. Consent- we don't like it. The consensus states uh, it's frequently cheesy, but it offers enough twists, surprises, and inventive action sequences to maintain viewer interest. Which did you like? I did you with. like the part in which the uh, the truck goes through the other truck? Oh yeah. And then once, it, then for the third time in the film, it turns out that uh, Russian glass is not very good at being glass. <laughs> <laughs> yep. In fact, everything here is not very good at being, you know, solid state anything. Everything smashes it. The first bit. A very solid state. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's dangerous to be in Russia, I believe. <laughs> I believe this is a metaphor for the uh, transitional government situation <laughs> at all times. You could look at it back in, you know, Rasputin's era and be like, yeah, I, I can see how they're doing. They're telling what's going on in the uh, government. They could do it during Anastasia's escape. It's like, yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> um, what do you know about Russia? 
Uh, so they speak with accent. They don't speak with an accent. They speak. They speak Russian. And they drink vodka. V- vodka. Vodka. That's about it. Is that it? It's very snow. There's snow. Lots of snow. Oh, there's a lot of snow. There's a film. There's a lot of snow. A lot of snow want... and snow masks. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay, you want to talk about the snow mask? I, thought, I was yeah. just going to skip over. I figured no one cares about snow masks. I thought the snow masks are kind of like old hat. <laughs> it's it, it just it, it makes no sense. Like he, he sticks someone's face in to make uh, a snow like imprint of a yeah. face. Yeah, of 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 the 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 nose and I guess the yeah. lips and somehow the eye holes. Yeah, and yeah. and he he scoops up the the snow but breaks it as he's scooping it up. Yeah, and then he puts it to his face and it puts a mask on him. Yeah, of the guy who's face. Of put the in parrot man, the man who is a part parrot who uh, was dri- being driven around in a limo that was a toy car. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you, that's the logic one. you're asking about. <laughs> I accepted, I accepted that. Um, yeah. I. <laughs> well, okay. The the only thing is. Right. The only thing. Okay. The, only, the thing only thing is. Thing? Look, that's a that's a magical mask. Because right. when when he uh, escapes into the gloom, it falls off again. Right. That's why it works so well. Now, if it was a Mission Impossible style mask, they'd have had to spend a lot more time finessing it, obviously. Oh yeah, of course. Because it had to be it had to be a real practical experience. Yeah. But this one, they can sense, you know, the person's face out in the ether anyway, so it can reform what is basically there, you know, the temporary into the uh, more permanent fixture. It's like when you do a uh, pre-res of a action sequence in a film. It doesn't look great. It looks like, you know, the the, the, the leaked version of X-Men Origins Wolverine. But then eventually you finesse it and it looks as good as the uh, final cinematic release of X-Men Origins Wolverine. Um, a film just... we all know looks possibly the best. Yeah. I would say it's up there with Citizen uh, Kane. That's one of the greatest looking films of all time. Um, I've just come across uh, Russian versus North American releases. Okay, right. One of the key differences... Uh, is that while they both open with a particular sequence, the North American version is truncated. Um, what? We didn't get all the 20 minutes of action sequence set in the Mongol era yep. action? And then we get a six six uh, bullet points of uh, different things. Anton and Anatoly play basketball in the computer room, I imagine, in the American version. Um, the computer room? Alisa visits um Rogova's little daughter to find out if she saw Gorodetsky. Did she? Um Anton calls his ex-wife to find out where Jaeger is. Uh-huh. Uh, in the subway Anton escapes from the pursuing dark others by jumping onto into a running train. The pursuers kill a night guard who tries to stop them. At the party Anton grabs a microphone from a singer and starts singing communist songs. Yeah, these are all things that didn't happen in our cut. Uh, Yegor is trying to suck out the life force of Svetiana through the needle he put into her at the beginning. Um, and it says, in addition, there are many trims of existing scenes and excised lines. Also, there are some cuts for violence, e.g. Yegor putting a pouring a, hot, a pot of hot sausages over a vendor and Anton's brutal beating by the security guard. But the unrated DVD is the same as the Russian release of the DVD. That's what makes it two and a half hours. Right. So, yeah. Would you have rather watched a two and a half hour version and seen 
Those no, scenes? no, I've got absolutely no interest. I'm never going to watch these films again. What do you mean? Um, like, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want to add 10, 15 minutes onto what I've just watched. What if 10 minutes of it was the end credits? Of the um, guy driving around looking at oh, uh, all the neon right. lights and signs yeah. okay, giving him the end credits? That. Maybe I'll watch that. We both agreed that that should be a... a a fixture in all films. All cinema should now be based around uh, a character looking around. Well, I said... You, uh, you want it to be real life. Yeah, I want it to be real life. You, you come out of the cinema, there are no credits in the cinema. You come out of the cinema, film's just ended, and every single sign you see is just the credits. Whereas I'm a like, pragmatist who is not going to the cinema for a long time, so I want to see the credits of a film. Yeah. But I don't want to have to thus build a small version of a cinema exit hallway in my own house so that I can look at the credits of a film I just watched and set it up each time I would rather you know have someone else film it for me and also then it's easier to find the person who was part of the film to go oh look at that one oh they're coming up here are they oh that guy every so often which is a bit like I guess the uh, commentary tracks of Joe Wright have you ever listened to a commentary track by Joe Wright no for specifically, I remember Atonement. It's the big one. Is uh, he would he would he colours it down a little for the others because they're you know not fifteen rated films. But uh, at the end of Atonement, when it comes up uh, with uh, directed by Joe Wright, he goes, "Ugh, that cunt." <laughs> That's brilliant. Which you know, given some of his actions, may be true. I've still only ever watched um, one film with director's commentary. Wow, the oh. one you watched the one. The Jet Li <laughs> versus Jet Li movie with good director's commentary. Runny Yu was just all over the shop talking about how good it was and how great and cool it was to then go off and do Freddy versus Jason. I don't yeah, know I told watch. you. Um, I watched um, Lawless with director's commentary because I remember feeling oh so smart um, when at the end of Lawless I noticed that um, they have a shot um, where they're all sat at a uh, dinner table together yeah um and i was like oh i wonder if that's they're trying to do the last supper because supper. It, it was that kind of shot yeah um everyone was sort of facing one way at the dinner table and uh so i got the... you put on a hill coat and you're like right mm-hmm. yeah. let's fill this hill coat out and see yeah i remember i remember buying the dvd making sure it had the commentary on it and God watching it that same night yeah and waiting for that scene to come up and as that scene came up, he was talking about something else, and he, he didn't talk about that that shot. And I was like, are you kidding? Are you kidding me? It's a pretty obvious thing happened. to do, though. Yeah. But a lot of final seasons of TV would do The Last Supper, you know? Yeah. It's not like it's a new thing to do The Last Supper. Inherent Vice does The Last Supper, remember? In Inherent Vice, when they do The Last Supper? Yeah. The hippies at the pizza, and he's grabbing over the pizza. So Wilson just looking at the camera like, whoop. That's a good brother. Wow, he goes. Wow. I just I just wanted that confirmation, but I never got it. Well, you can probably find Hillcoat somewhere. You might be able to find him on, like, uh, I don't know, Parlour and ask him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he's one of those people. I'm just saying that's a funny app to use. <laughs> I do need to watch uh, Lawless again. Do you? I, I, yeah, I often listen to I, th- I think of the John Hillcoat films you should be watching right now, I, I think the only one that's going to prep you for the real world is The Road. Yeah, I've not watched The Road. You've not I watched The Road? Once. It no, feels so good right now. Yeah, I tried it once and I was just like, oh my God, I'm not in the mood for this. I don't think I ever will be. I hope I never will be. <laughs> oh, uh, do you know what the um, the subtitle for Nightwatch 2 is? 
Well, it says here on well, Wikipedia, I mean, it says Daywatch, yeah, aka yeah. Nightwatch 2. Yeah, aka Nightwatch 2. The Chalk of Destiny? Chalk of Fate? Yes, Chalk of Fate. Because that's what it says in the end credits. Oh, right. It said, uh, Doc, Doc, the Chalk of Fate. Marketed as the first film for the year. I mean, Russia on the 1st of January 2006. That is a bold claim. And the United States on the 1st of June 2007. Wow, the United States didn't have any any films in 2007 until 1st of June. And the UK didn't have any films until the 5th of October in 2007. I remember the 5th of October. Man, I remember (laughs) when. I've probably got that cinema ticket somewhere. What would you, would you believe that a marketing employee of the first film of the year is good? Have you have you ever seen a good film on the first of the year? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking but, like American Bullshit. I'm thinking Judge Rabbit and Gentleman. The Spirit came out the first of the year. Assassin's Creed. Oh, well, Fastbender. Yeah, um, but Assassin's Creed Fastbender. Yeah. I've got a little... Um, a little uh, I've got a little... Toy. <laughs> toy. I've got a little toy of... Uh, of um, Fassbender's Assassin's Creed character. Okay, but is it his Assassin's Creed character when he goes in the Animus, or is it when he's in the Animus and his shirt's off? Uh, One of them's a good toy. It's when he goes in the Animus. Um, But uh, what were we saying? Oh, yeah, first film of the year. The first one that came to mind um, for me was a few years back, uh, I saw, I'm trying to remember, Eddie Redmayne film. Oh, um, it's Eddie Redmayne up. Yep. Here I am. The Danish I'm girl. The, frog. <laughs> the Danish girl. I saw That's that. I never even saw. Yeah. Um, I, I call that Alicia Vikander film, really, let's face it, because she won the Oscar for it. Yeah. Um, or Ben Wishaw yeah. film, if you want to. I saw that in uh, in Chichester, because um, I remember I had to, I spent New Year's Eve there, and I went to the little the Cineworld in Chichester, and that was my first film of the year. Did you regret and, that? Not massively, but I didn't, you know, it's not like... It's not, not like cats, I, is it? Yeah, it's not like cats. Nothing's like cats. Thank God for that. Every film wants to be like cats, but no film could ever. <laughs> cats is a only film where it knows where it's at. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only, that's the first one that comes to mind for me. What would you do if you had a chalk of fate? Would you change your destiny to watch a different film at the start of the year? Well, I feel like... The chalk of fate is very vague because he just at the end of it all he just writes no. Yeah. And and the chalk of fate somehow knows that oh he means no as in. But he, no, he's gone. To, he's had to go all the way back to the apartment where it happened to do it. Mm. It seems to be linked in that way, which is not linked earlier when he says I want my son, and then the son just appears. Yeah. It's very odd in that sense. Yeah. I, I so, mean, I'm, it's meant to be like, oh, because it's only, it only has to be down in your timeline. If you could have changed something, then you can go in back and change it. But even then, I mean, he's again, he's in the cafe and he's just writing his son, and that doesn't that suddenly makes him appear. That doesn't it literally makes no sense. Yeah. See, I I I'd be wary to use it because I feel like it'd be one of those things where if you don't say it right, it'd be like, oh, what's that film? Bedazzled. Uh, yes. Yes. If you don't say it right and exactly what you mean, it could... You, you end up. up being, oh, no, accidentally gay. Yeah. Oh, God. 
got that. He's the smartest man in the world because he's gay. Isn't that funny? 1999 to 2001. What a hell of a time the cinema oh, was. Do you know what? Maybe I'll watch that tonight. I love Brendan Fraser, but I can't go back to that. Uh, I'll go, I'll go what, live in Brendan Fraser now instead. What was you, um, like, if you had to talk? Because I flat out just wouldn't use it. Oh, um, I'd probably say don't go back and watch The Lighthouse or don't go back and watch Inland Empire or don't go back, back and watch Holy Motors. There's a lot of films I could say I don't have to go watch now. Mm. Probably, you know, don't waste three days watching Mandela Long Rook to Freedom on Netflix and 1.5 speed this week. <laughs> the Lighthouse, now there's an idea. Because you were saying I need to come up with uh, films for horror month. Yeah, I said horror, not uh, terrible. <laughs> That's an idea. Yeah, if we do that, um, you know that's the end of the podcast, right? <laughs> Is that all I needed to do all this time? All this time, you just needed to present a film that actively made me wonder if I want to <laughs> go back to the cinema ever again. And then the pandemic unfolded, so I never had to. <laughs> now, when you finishing your uh, Unlimited card, do you think you'll ever go back to getting an Unlimited card or go to um, the Odeon one? Or um, That's the question of what cinemas can be like. I don't know. Yeah, because it, it's 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 gonna be a long while before I'm comfortable in a public place. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fair. So enough. it really depends after that. Yeah. So there's no. I feel problem. bad. It's like you know, obviously I'm out, I'm out and about, um, mm-hmm. and I just I feel bad that like you're kind of uncomfortable. I'm empty, stuck I, here all I on do my own. Completely understand with the shitty world we're in. Yep. Um, but it must be weird because like I've always thought to myself I could never. Imagine not having the unlimited card. Mm-hmm. It must have been weird cancelling that. What sucked is if I did it two days before, I would have cancelled. It would be cancelled now. Wouldn't have paid an extra month that I'm not going to use. Oh, you're kidding! <laughs> no, I that happens. No, it's two I did, days. I did that with um the Apple TV because uh, um. <laughs> I got uh, Apple TV, Apple TV Plus, is it? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, I got it, like, I got it free for a year with my iPhone mm-hmm. um, back in 2019. Glad we made then, it that year again. Yeah, and then um, and then in uh, 2020, they extended it because of the pandemic. Sure. Um, through till, like, um, I think through till January, February. Oh, the end and of Ted Lasso and beyond. Yeah, and then they extended it again through till uh, the end of May, I think, um, or June, because I just I paid for the first time a couple of weeks ago, so it must have been through to the end of June, and then July was the first month I had to pay for, and then two days later I came back home because I was at work, but I came back home, and we watched uh, Ted Lasso on PlayStation mm. Five, and um, fancy, and a thing came up saying oh you get um six months free apple tv with your, with your playstation because you successfully got a ps5 you get this as a bonus i don't know if the rich get richer <laughs> i don't know if it's because of that or just because i'm using it on playstation linking it with my playstation account or something um and i thought to myself well, i probably you know probably won't let me do it because i already get got like pretty much two years free yeah, and then um, and then it gave me six months, and I was fuming because two days before I paid my four ninety nine. <laughs> Poor guy. I know. I have far too many streaming services, though. 
Yeah, there's too many streaming services that we just watched on Disney Plus. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'll go back to the cinema for a long time because it's not much coming out. And what is coming out goes quickly yeah. to home, so I have that opportunity to watch it at home. That's it's just I'm scared of other people now. I, I don't know what I'm going to be like as a person anymore. I'm broken. Yeah. I am broken beyond the concept of what society beams as human. Yeah. So I I mean, I, I was never a normal person anyway, but now it's just completely devoid of sense sanity. I don't know what's going to happen in this world. And I'm scared and uh, broken. That's mm. all I can say. Well, I would suggest, like, if you ever do kind of get tempted to. I'll tell you what I use my chalk and fate with, actually. Oh, yeah, go on. I'll, I'll go back to that time where I was in China when I decided to uh, go hang out with a bat. Oh, Turns out that probably isn't the best idea. <laughs> yeah, um, look, I don't know if you go back to some of the recordings at the end of 2019, you might have heard some some kind of rough audio quality because I was out and about doing some more <laughs> roaming reporting. Uh, yeah. I thought you were kidding when you said you were in China. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you're used to me doing bits, but uh, yeah. that was that was completely serious. So rare time I was being very serious. OK. I need to reevaluate our friendship for a minute. Why? Um, no reason. All right. Um, Is it the best thing? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I got to go. I got. Well, I, I, I'm a world traveller. Don't you like that? <laughs> not, not particularly. Um, when, when, um, what, what films are you looking forward to? Like, if, if there was one film to tempt you back to the cinema, what do you think it would be? Avatar Five. <laughs> Wait, so you'd watch two, three, and four at home? No, I don't even need to watch them. It's just that, um, that, uh, what's his name? Cameron? No. Mike Sully. Stephen Lang, because he's doing his roundabouts for Don't right. Breathe too, said he read the script for number five and it made him cry. It was, ah, okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if he got to read number five already, that means you know he's going to survive through the rest of the franchise. Despite the fact that he's already or dead, he's in flashback. He could be in flashbacks, and maybe yeah. it's actually a perspective on him. The entire film, mm. it's, it's Avatar from his perspective. After you know, and that's like okay, I'll watch it if it makes him cry. And Stephen Lang's you know a real strong man. Yeah, he puts up the good fight, you know. So if it makes him cry, I wonder how it do for me. So I want to see all the, that on the big screen. That's fair enough. See, I would have said something like, you know, no time to die. Yeah, I've watched a lot of Bond films at home. Fair I've only watched some really bad Bond films. I've I've seen uh, one good Bond film on the big screen. And what was that one? It's Casino Royale. Ah, okay, okay, good. We were going to say Die Another Day or something. Did you not see Die Another Day in cinema? That's the first film, Bond film I saw on the big screen. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, sorry, we were talking about good films. Oh, yeah, because I was honestly waiting for you to say Die Another Day is a good Bond film. No, but you can listen to my commentary on that on the uh, Film Bastards Patreon. Oh, okay. It's uh, th- two, three dollars, and you, oh, you for a month, okay. and and you can unlock a lot of commentaries of me talking about Nolan films and Bond films with a uh, friend of the show Ian Loring. So it's it's oh. well worth it. I do bits on the video for the uh, Nolan stuff. You should watch okay. me do a uh, do a Prestige or do an Inception. <laughs> or uh, what else did I do? Um, I forgot why I did from Memento because I wasn't on it. <laughs> Too shame. Yeah. Should have written that on my body. You would have remembered. Yeah. Um, Don't me for that one. Don't know why. So day watch. Day watch. 
Yeah, how do, how do you feel yeah, now you've done the franchise? You, you finished the trilogy of two. <laughs> the trilogy of two. Uh, yeah, I've got absolutely no interest to go back to this. Um, I had, yeah, I, I, I couldn't get into it. Like, are, it you, still, are, you, are you mad that you watched the second one now? I wouldn't say I'm mad because at least I got to hang out with you and. And there, there were more fun things in this. Yeah. Fun moments. Um, and I kind of, I kept with it, like, not, not proper with it, but like, you know, the first one, I, I checked out of it pretty quickly. Yes. And, and because I couldn't follow it, I just wasn't interested. No. Um, this second one at least had some, some fun moments that you could watch happening, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm mad. I'm guessing you're not moving mad for this one. No, no. But that's not. I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. I say. Depends on who like, you're asking. Yeah, like I am. Um, I'm probably going to put this as one star on my letterbox. She, she she drove over the wall yeah, of the building. Still, um, but I wouldn't. I still wouldn't call it time wasted. Uh, maybe, but not massively wasted. I've you know I've watched worse. So, yeah. Are you mad that you watched uh, Daywatch again? No, I'm not mad. Are you moving mad? It was, I'm not moving mad, but it was much more like I was thinking the first one was. Yeah. Well, there we go. That's Daywatch. So uh, that's uh, the Daywatch. Our watch has ended. Our watch has ended. And uh, we're, we're done for a school holiday's worth of time now. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, I've got a new job to start, so I've got to... Make sure I'm all... I've got a manager position. Who'd have thought? That's terrifying. I know. It's kind of, It's terrifying and exciting at the same time, but also terrifying. But also I've got nothing. Well, you can get a silly world card. I want to get Delta, do I? Yeah. I'm paying enough streaming services. Why do I want Delta Plus? That's the thing. That's um, and... Um, <laughs> You know, uh, there's always talk about Suicide Squad uh, not making much money. Well, the R-rated Suicide yeah. Squad's take off of the film that no one liked the first time around. Um, yeah. Like, I don't get why it's such big news and such a shock, because it's literally free on HBO Max. At least Disney makes money through their premium service, right? Yeah. But HBO Max are putting all their... Cin- so, like... They well, they're, 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 they're putting the hopes on people subscribing. Yeah. Because that, that numbers mean more than anything else to AT&T. But are they... They did when they owned it. Are they going to be shocked every time this happens for the rest of this year? Like, you They know, can't when, believe that Dune didn't post numbers. Yeah, that's the thing. They when can't Dune believe that out. people weren't running in line to watch uh, Many Saints in Newark. What, Cry yeah. Macho didn't cry all the way to the top of the box office, though? See, when Dune comes out and it inevitably, you know... Flops. Um, yeah, it doesn't make five hundred million opening weekend. Does does that mean that they won't carry on the franchise? Do you think? Yeah, probably. They'll do the but thing like, when they're scared and they just don't continue. Even though they made the conscious decision of we're going to put June on HBO Max, so why don't? Which they way Vilnius was all like, "Don't do this. You're killing us yeah. before we start." 
It just makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense, and that's how the world is, and I don't like it. And uh, Sinmar's dead. This Space Jam, A New Legacy, taught us that. But uh, the companies have decided that it's more important to have uh, the current fad of streaming services than the longevity of cinema. Mm. Which, you know, we've gone back to a long time ago in the past with this podcast, because we can. Yeah. And most of the time we had to do it on Blu-ray, because the streaming we've had to do for the last 20 months has been tough. Which is yeah. why we can't do a film next week now. Yeah. And we've had a couple of times where we couldn't do a film because we don't have it hard copy because we both need it hard copy because we've got a pandemic. Yeah. Streaming services are stupid. So Same next week. Partner. Anyway, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at movie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram and movie mad on Letterboxd. Where can we find you? You can find me uh, on Twitter at Ethan Runt if you want to be serious. That's Scott Derrickson if you want to be very serious and pitch me a movie idea. I'm always good for movie ideas. And uh, letterboxd.com slash Ethan Runt. You can find, you know, sometimes I'll post a one and a half star review of something I just watched in the middle of the night. Yeah. Crashing Tiger 2. Sometimes I, get, I scroll. To, I was watching um, The Old Guard and I think I, I looked over your review. I can't remember what it says now. But well, it weren't good. It was like half a star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was about halfway through the film and I thought, let's just check what Andrew said about it. Um, and yeah, kind of agreed. I mean, I didn't agree that much. Though. You I, liked I, it more than I did. Yeah, it was fine. You know, for what it was, it was fine. And I, I, For an expensive Netflix movie, it was cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that always yeah. the way? Yes. And I'm well, probably going to go and watch uh, Army of the Dead now. <laughs> I'll watch Vivo again. <laughs> Sony animated films, not Netflix films. They just bought it. Anyway, so we're not going to see you for another six month weeks. See you in six October. Months. Yeah, I mean, this feels like it some days. Yeah, but until October, and I will, um, I'll, I'll endeavour to plan a, uh, a horror. Yeah, you month. should at some point plan this Worthy October. Other October. returns. Yep. Yeah. Um, but until then, Are you moving mad? Is part of the Podnose Network the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.